0: Welcome to the All In Podcast, and today in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, which is still ongoing uh, when this podcast comes out, which should be May 14th, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and you know that we talk about mental health Pretty often on the podcast uh, because it really does tie in with a lot of athlete stories, whether it's in their transitioning out of sport phase or what they've gone through in in sport itself. A lot of athletes who have stood on the top podium at the Olympic Games, for example, and have not been happy with that and have experienced mental health, whether it's mental health issues, mental illness any level uh, within those, uh, even when they are extremely successful externally. So I wanted to dive in and take some of the clips from different podcasts and compile them from these amazing interviews and these amazing things and stories that these athletes have been able to share in the past, uh, I think we're at like 80 episodes, or 81 episodes now, which is absolutely insane. So thank you for being here. Um, And yeah, so this is going to be all focused on mental health, some of the stories that people shared on it, as well as some of the tips that, that people shared of how they deal with their mental health. So this won't be just sharing stories, this will have some practical tips. So if you're someone who wants to improve their mental health, definitely tune into this episode because I hope that there's some practical takeaways. So without further ado, let's go all in. This is your host, Natalie Allport, And on this podcast, we dive into the mindset, knowledge, and stories behind inspiring and passionate individuals who know what it takes to go all in. So whether you're here for motivation to learn something new or just real conversation, I'm humbled you're listening and stoked to go all in with you. Working things off with former NFL player Prince talking about his experience with depression and then how meditation actually saved his life.
1: It was during practice and during the games when I had control over my emotions. But outside of that, I didn't have control over my emotions.
0: Hmm.
1: So, um, so from there, I, I ended up hurting myself. And after I hurt myself... Um, I had a self-identity crisis because I was let go. So you prepare all your life for this, um, for this one, this one activity. You know, this big stage, this big big platform, and you have all these skills, and you don't get a chance to display these skills on that platform. And once it's over, you have to go and look for a new career. And so that's where the self identity crisis came from through this transition and then uh, from there uh, it led to a depression suicidal ideation and suicide attempt and I put together a three day plan to um to end my life and uh, on the third day um I called some people um and you know ever no one really told me what I wanted to hear uh uh, out um, throughout the seven people that I called. But then the last phone call was just a quick phone call, just like meditate and hung up the phone. I was just like, what? <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I went and meditated and I'm just like, all right, well, this is my last lifeline. You know, if something happens, then, you know, it happens. But if it doesn't, then I'm going to go ahead and go in the room and um, and basically blow my head off. Um, and, um, um, yeah, I... I meditated for one hour, and within the last three minutes of the meditation, um, something happened, and I went to a oh, space yeah. where I reached a level of peace that was just so calming, uh, so tranquil that once the timer went off, you know, it's, it was like it set me out of the out of the space. And I remember coming out of it and I was like, no, 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 What was that? What was that? And um, tears started shooting down my face. Just like, what was that? And from that moment, I never um, wanted to harm myself ever again. And I said, you know, um, I'm going to chase that for the rest of my life. Whatever that was, I'm going to seek that out. And um, that was 11 years ago. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been on that on that uh, mindfulness and meditation tip for a very long time, and I've had other experiences um, and you know of, of a brief enlightenment. But you know now that I'm really deep into it, like I know the benefits. It's not like something like, like I like I read in the book. Like I've read books, uh, uh, but I've experienced a lot of the stuff that I read in the book as well.
0: Up next, we have a legendary former pro skater, Mikey Taylor, talking about that post-athletic finding yourself.
2: I had to like uh, really start being comfortable with who I was, and uh, it brought out a lot of challenges and insecurities I had that I wasn't aware of. And then once I like became whole again, I was actually able to step out and, in my view, then make strides towards being successful in every aspect of my life instead of just the career element.
0: Next, we have world adventurer Ray Zahab talking about getting out of a negative mindset. In life, slipping into a
2: negative stream is like a warm sleeping bag in the Arctic. It's just easy to get into and you don't want to get out. Once Mm -hmm. you're in that negative space, it's very hard to get out. Along with, with my unhealthy lifestyle, I was a very unhappy person, like genuinely unhappy. Like you know, you, you wake up and it's a gray, cloudy day outside. So you assume it's going to rain. Now mm-hmm. I wake up if it's cloudy out, I'm thinking I don't have to worry about getting a sunburn or something. You know what I mean? Like you have a, you have a tinge to how you look at things. So I think you just sort of get there. You, it's not like one day you just say, I'm going to just be negative all the time. You just kind of yeah. get there. And then that builds on, on, on itself. So then you have to work at being happy.
0: We have athlete and trainer traps talking about hitting a rock bottom.
3: I really, I had to find myself when I lost myself. And it wasn't, it wasn't until I lost myself when I was at rock bottom. Once you're at rock bottom, there's no place to go but up. If you're right. still falling, if you're still falling, still falling, you haven't hit rock bottom yet, trust me. You got more and you need to think. But once you hit that rock bottom when you feel like you have nothing left, nothing, no more inside of you, then you, you get up and you can go nowhere but up.
0: Up next, we have Olympian sprinter Manny Mitchell talking about comparison
1: with social media and everything being in in the limelight. You you look at others other people's success and you judge off of that. You have to you like is everything is individualized. No matter if it's a team sport or or whatever you're doing, it, it's solely based on you. And the way I recover may not be the way that you recover or, or someone else recover. So you can't judge your your timeline off of someone else. You just have to do everything that you can to solidify your success. That's what I try to tell people as well.
0: In this next one, in this next one, we have former pro hockey player, JT Barnett talking about some of the things that he does for his mental health. Your body gets used to those things and all of a sudden you don't have it. And it's so hard. And like with no travel and all those things, like that's, that's really difficult to overcome. Is there anything that you've done like physiologically, like with, training or wellness or different things to help everything you with
2: that? Everything. everything and like yeah. literally like it is it is so overlooked and like just the way that like you know your body becomes so used to things when you repeat them it's the same way as like your body are used to adjusting to pain or like adjusting to like fear is like trying to push away something so that you can still perform in the way that you that you ideally want to so like the routine of going through a game and going through travel for that and amping yourself up and then having to amp yourself or, you know, deregulate and like Mm -hmm. bring yourself back down after a game is something that like doesn't really translate well into regular life. Maybe in like business, you know, maybe in a little bit of business environments, but when you're just living everyday life, it's not that kind of battle uh, that is like a, you know, big game is. So if you try to take that same energy that you do into like a big game into like a normal conversation with somebody, it's not going to turn out the way that you want it to, or the way that it, that, you know, a healthy conversation would be. So, so for me, a lot of like the training that I do with like my wellness of like sauna, ice bath, whether I'm well, I'm actually working out like with weights, yoga, even like meditation or breath work. Like all of those things are just reworking, like the way that my body adapts to stress and the way that my body works myself out of it. Um, and that's like a major, major like shift in just the way that I feel and the way that I navigate things. Because before I'm so used to getting ramped up that like, I wouldn't ramp myself down because I didn't need to, like, I needed to stay up for so long to f- play this whole game. Mm-hmm. And then after, and then now in real life, it's like, okay, maybe there's like an, a stressful, a stressful thing that happens here and there. But like, you gotta be, you gotta have more flexibility in your day-to-day life of like, going up and then being like, okay, that moment's passed. Like now let me chill out and like come back to the next task that I have to do in the day. And so all of the like training that I do, the sauna and all the stuff I just listed is all helping me do that.
0: Next we have Jana Webb talking about her trauma. I've just been in my own struggle, you know what I mean? And so, you know, people are thinking, oh, she's just rude and she doesn't want to talk or whatever. I'm like, actually, no, I've just, I've just been trying to survive for four years, you know, and keep, and keep the dream alive. And that's true. Like that is pure truth I'm Like I'm not, I don't think I'm too good. I don't think anything. I'm just actually trying to wake up every day not be sick and keep my business going and keep forging forward. Like that's actually what I'm doing every day. Up next, we have Hoops Nation founder and entrepreneur Buster Sher talking about how he avoids burnout.
3: People love their highs too much. They don't stop them. They just try to keep them going till they crash and burn. Everybody has highs and lows, right? But when you're on a high, taking a break, hard stop when you're on a high instead of going, going, going till you're lower. Mm, yeah. Because if you stop when you're high and you bring yourself down to like the middle intentionally, it's so much easier to stay in that zone than if you are high you try to maintain that level, which is impossible. Um, so the, the, those are the times when I'll take a step back Hold on. I'm not going to be those emails now. I'm just going to meditate. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go on a date, whatever I'm going to do. Right. Um, You know, just to get my mind off of how well things are going right now to bring me back down. Because you don't you don't want your highs to be too high. You don't want your lows to be too low. So it's your responsibility to make sure that those highs. Everybody says that. But people love their highs too much. They don't stop them. They just try to keep them going till they crash and burn. So something I'm experimenting more with is when I am on those highs, cut it off. I'm out. Peace.
0: And we have Jimmy Van Alstead talking about meditation.
4: Because all of us, we're always challenged on an everyday basis at, you know, something that we know we should do, but we might not want to do, or these different tasks. Like you're saying, you know, I know it's good for me to meditate. Um, but maybe I don't want to, or I don't feel like it today. Uh, there's, there's that meditation quote. I'm probably going to butcher it here, but like, make sure you take 10 minutes to meditate every day. But if you don't have 10 minutes, make sure you take an hour
0: and it's, it's the
4: idea that like, okay, if you don't have time to be able to intentionally fit some of these things in your day that, you know, are going to help you out, what are you really doing? You know, is it really serving you and developing you? Um, but one thing I'd say a, a skill that we can, we can all have is the ability to just create a little bit of separation for yourself. Um, and so the idea being, say, say you're experiencing something, it, say, I'm, you know, I'm in traffic, things are going crazy for me. I hit a red light and I'm a little bit behind and now it's, it's irritating, right? You have these thoughts. I got to get there quicker. I got to do all, all that. And we're, and we're really in our thoughts, right? We're really in our head where all this chatter's going on, every, everything's happening. If you can take the step back and just sort of notice what you're seeing, Just separate it from a little bit so instead of really experiencing all these things being in that first person just jammed into this thing experience like i'm feeling that i'm stressed out i'm late i'm feeling that i'm upset like if you just create that little bit of space now you have the ability to think a little bit more intentionally and how you want to act towards this situation and you think of these some of these everyday occurrences as far as like traffic or weather or things like that that consistently can get people upset, can get people riled up. You know, expect the expected is another tool within kind of that skill set. of, if things are taking you out of your day-to-day life consistently, that you know are gonna be a part of your day-to-day life, you're just causing yourself undue stress, undue, you know, anxiety over all these kind of things. Cause you know you're gonna, you know you're going to encounter them. So if you take a little bit of time out of your day, you know, what are three things that I know might piss me off today, right? My, you know, I'm, I'm going to go try to do something and the technology is not going to work. Okay, let's chalk it up. What am I going to do when that happens? No big deal. I'm going to plug it out. I'm going to plug back in and we're locked and we're rolling. All right. Number two, you know, I might want to go get something to eat and my boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever ate the leftovers and now I got nothing to eat, you know, is uh, that going to piss? Me? Is that, you know, it's going to crush me. Like what? I don't, I can't believe it. Like, no, 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 no. Like just, I'm going to no big deal, whatever. Um, traffic, anything. You can, you can put into plans. Usually the things that are going to take you out of where you want to be are fairly predictable. And if so, we can have a little bit of a plan of attack. Just take a second to separate it from it. What you want to do in some of these circumstances, um, you can do better. And that's something we do with our guys in the game. You know, A bad call by an umpire, an error made behind them. How do they want to react in these things that we know are going to adversely affect them? but we know we're part of the game and should be expected. Um, So if you can have that little bit of a plan going into it, often you can handle it that much better.
0: I hope you guys enjoyed some of those outtakes from some of the past guests and interviews talking about their experiences with mental health and some of the things that they do to proactively or reactively take care and prioritize their mental well-being.